The biggest games. Recky for three, got it to go. The most compelling stories. Three of the former players said sons were on this uh, particular Monroe team. The area's best high school sports coverage. Throws it down with two hands, the whole hoop is shaking. That's a 10, that's a 10, baby. This is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app and Wisconsin On Demand. A battle of top five teams in McFarland tonight. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. I'm Hunter Vaughn, and I'm courtside, of course, with the man, the myth, the legend, the dean of area high school sports, Dennis Sumrau. As for 50 years, Zimbrick Honda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbrick Honda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're in the market for a new Honda or a used Honda, visit Zimbrick Honda in Madison today or online at ZimbrickHonda.com. So, Dennis, the JV game just finishing up right now between Oregon and McFarland with the McFarland Spartans winning 51-48. to We were a little worried we were going to have some overtime and an extended <laughs> yes. pregame show again like we did a couple of weeks ago with the Sun Prairie East-Sun Prairie West game. But luckily, we, this game finishes up, so the varsity teams will be warming up here shortly here in McFarland. Dennis... Big top five matchup. The second time these two teams are seeing each other back on December 12th, Oregon won in Oregon, 60-47. to Do we expect another 13-point win here in this game, or was that kind of an anomaly for what we should expect tonight? No, that was a game that uh, actually uh, McFarland led by two at halftime. Mm-hmm. And Oregon's defense, they picked up the pace a little bit. Um, tell you, uh, Caitlin Studebaker, who is a uh, 5'8 senior forward, did a heck of a job on Tegan Mulaney, who's going to be going to Iowa, McFarland's big dog. Uh, Tegan's averaging 27.9 points, almost 11 boards. She was held to 10 points. 14 boards that game, but Mm -hmm. uh, only 10 field goal attempts. And uh, there's some games she'll she'll shoot 20, 30 field goals. So uh, the key is keeping the ball out of her hands, and then Ava Dean uh, had 20 points for McFarland. Uh, she's the X factor, according to Oregon coach uh, Adam Wamsley. So they got to worry about those two. Oregon is just such a well balanced team. They've got uh, three players between uh, well, four, one at 9.9, and then the leading scores at 12.5. So on any given night, uh, the big factor in this one is uh, Sam Schmidt, the point guard, been out for uh, oh geez, about three and a half weeks. She had a concussion. She's back. She got back against Fort Atkinson, who they trashed. Unfortunately, Fort Atkinson's not a very mm-hmm. good team. So it's a good way to get her back, get some court minutes. Uh, we'll see how her legs are tonight. But Sam Schmidt, point guard, going to be going to MSOE next year. Just an outstanding player for this uh, Panthers team. All five of these starters tonight for Oregon started a year ago. So th- we expected this team to be good this year. But the coaches picked them for fourth in the Badger Large. Well, we used to be east and west, and Oregon used to be in the west with some of the smaller schools, and now we're with the big dogs. But 17-0, 9-0 run. Uh, I'd say uh, they're the number three team, not only in the Associated Press poll, but the West Sports Coaches poll as well. Yeah, and that this Oregon team, 17-0 on the season. Their uh, last loss 
coming to Brookfield East in the sectional semifinals of the playoffs last year. So yeah, they haven't lost since last that, season. That's one they like to forget. They only yeah. scored 27 points in that game. But uh, they've come out a pretty good offense. But they are just beasts on the boards. They have mm-hmm. averaged over 20 offensive boards a game the last three games. So they're going to you know, they kill you on the boards. Defense is what it's all about. You talk to any of the players, yeah, they like the score, but it's shutting the other team down. And they've been they've been doing a pretty good job of that all year long. When you look at, uh, I think, with the, the numbers coming through defensively, oh, boy. I think they've had uh, eight, uh, they've given up only 50 points three times. Eight opponents they're, under 40. Yeah, you they're. Keep under 40, that's going to be a W. I don't care. I mean, offensively, you can score. 45 or 50 usually in a 36-minute game, but you can hold a team under 40, and the Panthers have done just a great job. Like I said, Studebaker, uh, the forward, is is probably one of the best uh, defenders on the team, and uh, watching her match up with uh, Tegan Mullaney, the Iowa recruit, is going to be a good one. Uh, the last time, uh, well, the, one of the last the four losses McFarland's had was a, a thriller in overtime to uh, Minona Grove. She scored 51 in that game. I teased the MG coach. Yeah, you won, but you only gave yeah, you held it a 51, huh? And I think she had 20 in a row. And somebody was telling me during that game at one point. So it's uh, we got a lot of good talent out here. Mm-hmm. The balance, if you look from a team standpoint, I think uh, Oregon has from one to five in the starting lineup, probably a better starting lineup. But two of the three best players are on the uh, McFarland team, and Ava Dean and, T- and Tegan Mullaney. So. It usually happens in a game like this. It's going to come down to somebody off the bench. Uh, Brooke Bastion uh, had a fill-in in the starting role for Sam Schmidt, and uh, she scored 12 points in one of the games there. And now she'll be coming off of the six, as the sixth player. And you look at uh, McFarland now, they're pretty much solid starting the starting lineup uh, in that uh, triple overtime game. Tegan fouled out in the third overtime. She played almost all 48 minutes. Ava Dean did play all 48 mm-hmm. minutes. So you got to be pretty good stamina yeah. to do that. But I, it just uh, JV game, the crowd was okay. Now we're starting to fill in a little bit. This this deserves a really good crowd because, like you said, two of the you know, two top five teams in Division Two. McFarland's ranked third in the uh, Writers Poll AP and fourth in the Wiss uh, uh, Sports Coaches Poll. And uh, we're going to be seeing these two teams making long runs in the playoffs. Be nice if they both got to the you know, had a shot to get to the. Uh, uh, the Rush Center? Rush Center in Green Bay. But uh, in, uh, Oregon's a D1, and they're going to have to go through Verona probably to get there. Yeah. Uh, McFarland's going to have to worry about uh, Elkhorn. They're going to have to worry about uh, Monona Grove. Uh, so there's there's some good teams down the road. But you like a game like this toward the end of January. kind of gets you that playoff buzz, mm-hmm. that feel of uh, here's what it's going to take you know, to get to that next level. The GRB Academy is baseball for the serious player. GRB Academy wants to be a part of your plan to reach your potential. Utilize GRB Academy's 52,000 square foot facility, 14 batting cages, and 6,000 square foot weight room. Personal lessons are available year-round with over 300 college players and over 150 D1 players. GRB led the way in the Midwest for college recruitment and player development. Visit grbacademy.com for more information. 20 days, pitchers and catchers report. I knew you were going to drop the countdown, and I didn't realize we were already inside 
the 30-day mark for pitchers and catchers. The Brewers having a couple, a huge yeah. week here. Yeah, we got our Brewer banquet on Monday uh, coming up at the uh, Marriott Middleton. Uh, Brewers, some of the members from the organization will be here talking about that uh, nice uh, pickup from Philadelphia. Yeah. I like that first baseman, Reese. He's pretty good. But uh, before- 27 home runs. Yeah, and we'll take it. Before we get to baseball, though, we've still got basketball as we've got number four, the Oregon Panthers here at McFarland, or excuse me, the number three Panthers taking on the number four Spartans of McFarland. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll have the Canopy Wealth Management keys to success in tonight's game. As this is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on ESPN Madison. It's a top five battle in McFarland tonight. Girls basketball, number three, Oregon, and number four, McFarland. I'm Hunter Vaughn here with the Dean of Area High School Sports, Dennis Sumrau. And before the game, head on over to Pasquale's Cantina, or you can even stop on over after the game, as it's the perfect spot for authentic Southwest flavors right here in the Madison area. Whether it's to fill, fulfill your craving for red chile, their famous chips and fresh guac, or my favorite, Dennis, those blue corn tortilla tacos. Ooh, yeah. Pasquale's is the place to enjoy time with friends and family. Visit one of their locations in Middleton or Verona today, or check out the menu and their food online at PasqualesCantina.com. Bringing the flavors of the Southwest to the Midwest, Pasquale's Cantina. So, Dennis, I mentioned it before the break. It's time now for our Canopy Wealth Management Keys to Success. This is the Prep Mania Game Plan, presented by Canopy Wealth Management. Plan for your future with Canopy Wealth Management. Visit canopy-wealth.com. Dennis, let's start with the visitors, the third-ranked Oregon Panthers and their keys to success. I'm, I'm just going to take a wild shot in the dark here without looking at them. I'm going to assume that it features Tegan Mullaney for McFarland. Oh, oh yeah, you got to know where she is on the court at all times. Yeah, uh, Tegan comes in... Uh, Averaging 27.9 points, 10.9 boards, 4.5 assists. Made 42 three-pointers this year. So if you don't check her when she comes in, uh, you're not doing your job. So that's number one. <laughs> the X factor, though, is Ava Dean, as we talked earlier. Uh, she has had some very good games against the Panthers. So that's a, that's a great one-two punch right there. Uh, then uh, number two is uh, win the battle on the boards, especially offensively. 20-plus offensive boards the last three games. So a lot of second shots. And be physical, especially on the defensive end. Their defense has been kind of a kind of a key, I think. Uh, you talk to the girls. They play a, a tough, pretty tough man-to-man. They go to a matchup zone that almost looks like a 2-3. They'll do a little 1-3-1 zone and uh, some full-court pressure. So, uh, as they say, you better be awake. Uh, don't get caught napping or they're going to be picking your pocket mm-hmm. for a fast-break layup. On the other side, for the Spartans, well, they got to contain point guard Sam Schmidt. Sam had been out with a concussion. She came back against Fort on Tuesday, so she's got her legs back. But uh, she's a solid player, averaging 12.5 points, 3.5 rebounds, uh, 4.2 assists, and uh, leads the team in steals. So a uh, pretty good floor general out here, third year as a starter. Uh, number two is play fundamental defense. They need to be more, as, as Coach Mullaney said, more awake. <laughs> what does mm-hmm. that mean? Early help, good recovery, and more communication. Didn't talk a lot on defense. 
you're not in the class in the classroom you got to be quiet on the basketball court you got to be loud yeah. and proud so that's what we want to hear and contain delaney nine heist especially on the boards uh that's kind of a combination her and then contest the threes uh on the boards uh, nine heist is averaging 9.3 boards a lot of those on the offensive end where she kicks out for that three. So you got to keep her off the boards because if she gets it, she's going to find that open three-player. And Nineheis had 11 rebounds to go along with 21 points in their first matchup back in December. That's a nice double-double. Yeah. I'll take that any day on yep. my stat sheet. Those were your Canopy Wealth Management keys to success. Canopy Wealth Management has a balanced approach to help guide you through a complex and ever-changing landscape throughout your family's financial planning journey. They will serve as a partner, advocate, and steward to help achieve your goals with confidence. At Canopy Wealth Management, they believe that values matter and strengthen the community. When you work with Canopy, care, competence, and clarity isn't just a tagline. It's a promise. Go to canopy wealth com to get started today we're just a few moments away from the opening tip-off here at mcfarland high school the undefeated oregon panthers at 17 and 0 here in mcfarland to take on the spartans who sit at 13 and 4 when we come back we'll have the opening tip-off between oregon and mcfarland right here on zimbra Honda's presentation of prep mania Win or lose, we're going to walk out of the stadium tonight with our heads held high. That is amazing. Wow. What a game. Oh, my. Unbelievable. One more for the record books. Nothing's going to stop us now. At the buzzer, knocks it down. Pick is up. Yes. He made it. Yes. Reverse layup is good with five seconds left. Put six on my staff. First title in program history. Being an in-state kid, everything that I wanted in the school was right at home. Every coach has a toolbox, and every tool is from another coach. Camaraderie, be able to hang out with each other and be together. Takes it all the way for the touchdown, led by a future Badger. I'm very excited for this kid because he is brilliant. What an absolute javelin toss. He's going to throw a jump pass and complete it for the two-point conversion to Hawk. I mean, we can see a lot of offense. Put the explanation point on it. And the buzzer. It's good. Oh, my goodness. Do your best. Thank you so much for all you guys do for high school sports. Guys, I got goosebumps. That's all anybody can ask for. The biggest games, the most compelling stories, the area's best high school sports coverage. This is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. The lights are off with the strobe lights going. The starting lineups are being announced right now at McFarland High School as the Spartans get ready to do battle with the Panthers. The McFarland Spartans in their home white uniforms with powder blue numbers, navy blue trim. It reads McFarland on top with the number and then Spartans on the bottom of their jerseys. As for the visitors, the Panthers of Oregon, they're in their all black road uniforms with orange numbers and white trim reading Oregon across the chest. Dennis, a few moments away from the opening tip-off. Final thoughts before this one gets started. Well, this is for bragging rights. It's the Badger large versus the Badger small. 
We're supposed to have this a week ago Saturday, but it got postponed. Uh, so the games this time, we're going to the small schools uh, home gyms, which is why we're here. This I know for the boys, there's only one more. I'm not sure this could be the last one for the girls because the large and small, small schools don't want this matchup anymore. McFarland winning the opening tip, going from right to left as we see things. Down low to Tegan oh. Mullaney, and she gets the first bucket of the game to start things off for the Spartans. Schmidt bringing it up. She gives it to Studebaker on the left wing. Back to Schmidt. Tipped pass. That's going to go out of bounds, and it is going to stay with the Panthers as it went off of a Spartan hand. Schmidt will be inbounding along the baseline near this near corner. Skip pass inside to Nine Heiss. Dribbles over to the top of the key. Bounces it up to Tracy at the top between the circles. Tracy driving into the paint. Kicks it out to the wing and has the ball poked away. Did nice. Back the other way is Mullaney. Mullaney right-handed layup is good. Tegan Mullaney with four fast points. It's a 4 nothing lead. 17-15 to go in the first half. Schmidt handing off to Nice. Nice goes into the elbow, kicks it up top to Tracy. Tracy holds the ball at her waist. Now dribbles it over to her left, all the way down to the baseline. Tries to go up underneath. No good. Rebound for the Spartans and Testelin. Testelin up to Mullaney. Tegan Mullaney on the right wing. Drives in baseline, kicks to the corner, and it's going to be out. Bryn Kurtz just had her foot along the sideline. There's a turnover by the Spartans. Uh, jumped up to catch the ball and took a step back. Uh, didn't give herself enough clearance on that sideline there. That's a tough pass, though, from one corner to the other. Only uh, Tegan could make that. Tracy in the corner for the Panthers now. They trail 4 to nothing early on against the Spartans. An elbow jumper from Schmidt is good and bounces in for the first points for the Panthers. Panthers showing a little bit of press now as Mullaney tries to bring it up. She's able to pass it off up ahead for Freeman. Freeman gives it off to Testelin on the wing, and it's another turnover. Panthers going quickly. Lob pass down low. Nice step. Oh, nice traveled, excuse me. And it was Olivia Nice. Couldn't quite get a handle on that one and apparently got just enough for them to call the travel. All right, uh, trading turnovers two apiece so far here in the first just under two minutes. Ava Dean bringing the ball across the midcourt line, holding between the circles, lobs it down low to Tegan Mullaney. She kicks it out up top, now over to the corner for Kirch. Kirch fires up a three. That goes off the rim, no good. Rebound for the Panthers. Schmidt lobbing it up ahead to Nice. Down low, tried to get it to nine ice, and it is off the hand of Freeman and out of bounds. It'll stay with the Panthers. Four to two, Spartans leading 15-49, remaining in the first half. Sam Schmidt inbounding along the baseline on the final S of Spartans. And quickly in, nine ice, gets the bucket and the foul. Nice feed off the inbounds from uh, Sam Schmidt, point guard. Testlin Testlin, picking up her first foul. We're tied at four. And Nineheis able to hit on the free throw. She's got three points of the five for the Panthers as they have their first lead of the game with 15.40 to go. Mullaney kicking out for an open three, and it's nothing but net for Haley Testelin. 
And then a turnover by the Panthers. Kurtz quickly in, lays it up and good. 9-5 lead now for the Spartans. Tracy giving the nice. Nice going into the elbow, spins in the paint, has to kick it out to Studebaker. Studebaker wanted to go baseline, turns back around, mid-range falling away. Jumper, no good. Rebound by the Spartans and Mullaney. Tegan Mullaney will bring it across the center court line. Backs out to the wing, fires up a three, and it's nothing but net. Tegan Mullaney, seven of the 12 points for the Spartans. They lead 12 to five. Nice going into the paint, gets double teamed, and travels with it. All the momentum going the way of the Spartans here early, Dennis. Yes, uh, two turnovers here in the last three possessions. Uh, Tegan held at 10 points that first time around. She goes, uh-uh, not this time. She's got seven already. So in the first half, she may match her point total from that December 12th game as she'll drive in, gets double teamed, loses possession of it. Studebaker bringing it across the midline from left to right. Goes all the way in, has some contact, gets a shot up. Rebound nine heist, no good. Gets her own rebound, and she gets fouled on the shot attempt. There's about three Spartans that could pick up this foul. I believe it's going to go on Ava Dean. And it is Ava Dean picking up her first foul for the Spartans. So two fouls for McFarland, none so far on the Panthers. Nine Heist misses the first free throw attempt. Still trails 12 to 5 with 14-29 to go in the first half of this top five battle between the Oregon Panthers and the McFarland Spartans. Second one rattles home from Nine Heist. She has four of the six for the Panthers. Freeman being harassed as she brings it into the front court. Lob pass down low for Mullaney. She has the ball poked away by Schmidt. Schmidt lobbing it up ahead as McFarland tries to pressure. Kirch able to get a steal. Kirch with it now drives in, kicks to a corner for Mullaney. She has to lob it up top to Ava Dean between the circles. Jab step to her right, drives into the elbow, kicks out to Freeman in the corner. Freeman goes to the elbow, has to send it back outside. Now down low to Mullaney. Tegan Mullaney through the contact and off the glass. Tegan Mullaney now nine points. 14-6 lead for the Spartans. Sam Schmidt gets cut off on the baseline, tries to get to a cutting Brooke Bashton, that was, but it's turned over and then out of bounds off of the Spartans, so the Panthers able to force a turnover after they turned the ball over themselves. Things will slow down a little bit more now as Sam Schmidt with a right-hand dribble crosses the mid-court line. Gives it over to Scheneker. He tried to lob it down low to nine ice. Goes out off of the Spartans. So Sam Schmidt will inbound. Try to bounce pass inside for a cutting Studebaker, but that again gets tipped out of bounds and it goes out off of the Panthers. I thought that went out off of McFarland, Dennis, but the official said otherwise. So Mullaney inbounds on the sideline, gets it into Bryn Kirch, up to Ava Dean. 
And now Mullaney going quickly, and then Testelin, the hoop and the harm. Haley Testelin with five points. It's a 10-point lead for the Spartans, 13.08 to go in the first half. Great feed in, in there on the fast break from the left side uh, from uh, Mullaney. And Testelin filled the lane, laid it up and in, and now we got a timeout. And it is the first timeout called by the Oregon Panthers with 13.08 to go here in the first half. 16-6 our score. The Spartans on top of the Panthers. As for over 90 years, UW Credit Union has helped Wisconsinites achieve their financial goals at every stage of life, offering great rates for greater possibilities. Join today at uwcu.org. UW Credit Union is proud to support all the area student-athletes. Make sure to listen every week to hear who the student-athlete of the week is. So Dennis, Early lead here for the McFarland Spartans, 16 to six. They're up on the Oregon Panthers, and this is very different than the game that we saw earlier in the year at Oregon, where it was very back and forth the entire way until the Panthers pulled away late, with McFarland getting an early lead here. Yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, the uh, Panthers are two of eight from the floor with six turnovers here. On the other side, five turnovers for MG, but they're shooting uh, phenomenal here to start out with. Uh, a lot of fast breaks, and Mullaney's, uh, she's hit a three, she's had a post move, they fed her inside, she's kicked it out, she's led the break. Doing a little bit of everything tonight for him. Haley Testelin at the line for the three-point play, no good, but... Tegan Mullaney gets the rebound for the Spartans. She'll drive baseline, goes up off the glass, and good. Tegan Mullaney already over her point total from the first matchup. She's got 11 of the 18 points for the Spartans. She only had 10 points in their first meeting back in December. Schmidt running the offense for the Panthers. He's on the right wing. Wanted to go baseline, gets cut off by Freeman, nearly has the ball poked away. Able to get it into Nine Heiss. Nine Heiss loses possession of it. Freeman now going all the way off the bottom of the rim. No good. Rebound Ava Dean. She misses the putback. Rebound for the Panthers. Panthers going quickly the other way. Scheneker giving off to Bastion on the right wing. Goes into the free throw line. Has to kick it back out up top for Schmidt. And Sam Schmidt knocks down a three. She has five of the nine points. It's 18-9 lead for the Spartans with 12.08 to go. Bryn Kirch missing the layup. Panthers going quickly. Schmidt fakes the three and then fires one up. That goes off the rim and hits over the top of the backboard. So a couple of subs now coming in for the Panthers. It'll be Spartans ball. And now McFarland will also make a substitute as Freeman heads to the bench. Tegan Mullaney inbounding it in for Bryn Kirch. Gets it to Dean who hands it off back to Kirch. Kirch being harassed on the wing and she turns it over and then it gets called for a foul. And that's a tough spot for Bryn Kirch there, Dennis, as she was just trying to get the ball back but got a little too physical that time with Brooke Bastion and committed her first foul. Yeah, McFarland trying to match the physicality of Oregon. They're caught up with him. Bastion circling back to the top of the key. 
Gives it to Studebaker, right wing, into the corner for Tracy. Tracy has the ball go off of the ref and then out of bounds, but it went off the hand of Bryn Kirch, so it'll stay with the Panthers, who trail 18-9, 11-30 remaining in the first half. Bastion being harassed, able to give it off to Nice. Nice on the wing, goes cross court to Tracy in the corner. She fakes, drives baseline, and a great Euro step to get the layup. As Tracy has her first bucket. And we have a blocking foul on Brooke Bastion. Yeah, sure, that one. That's just the second team foul for the Panthers. The Spartans with three team fouls with 11-12 to go. It's a seven-point lead for the Spartans. Ava Dean between the circles, dribbles to her right, hands it off to Tegan Mullaney, and then Mullaney just gets her feet going a little too quickly. She fired up the three, and she did hit it, but she traveled before that could happen. So the Panthers starting to just crawl back into this Lead. It looked like the Spartans were going to be able to just keep on running with it. But that timeout from head coach Adam Lamsley of the Oregon Panthers has really helped Oregon here to kind of settle things down. Studebaker driving into the paint, high off the glass, no good. Mullaney pulls in the rebound for the Spartans. Quickly up to Testelin. Freeman to Dean, then down low inside to Mender. Mender misses the layup, but Tegan Mullaney able to get the rebound and the putback. She's up to 13 points. Scheniker fires up a three. No good off the back iron. Rebound for the Panthers. Tegan Mullaney blocks the shot from Olivia Nice. Mullaney. Tried to get it up to Mender that time, but Mender too strong over the top of the rim. Scheniker spinning in the paint, able to put the mid-range jumper in. And then it's steal from the Panthers. Tracy bringing it up on the far sideline. And then we have a whistle and a foul that's going to go against the Spartans. I didn't quite see who what that call was there. Uh, that'll be Testolin with the foul. Testolin picking up her second foul. See, Dennis, this is where it helps you running this, being on the scorer's table for Badger games. You <laughs> are able to pick up out of the your peripheral the official that time on the calls. I always have to sit there and search to try and find who made the call. And we got another foul. This one is uh, Tegan's first now. Tegan Mullaney picking up the first foul. The free throw attempt from Olivia Nice is no good. Nice looking for her first points of the game. She averages 10 points a game on the season. And the second one from Olivia Nice. Baby, oh oh, you're just a little local. 
For 50 years, Zimbra Honda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbra Honda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're in the market for a new Honda or a used Honda, visit Zimbra Honda in Madison today or online at ZimbraConda.com. Bryn Kirch will be running the point for the Spartans out of the timeout as they lead by four. They get it up top for Mender. Mender now on the wing. Over to Dean between the circles. Dean wanting to get it to Tegan Mullaney. She gets double teamed. Tried to go do a give and go between Mullaney and Dean, but the pass from Tegan Mullaney just too far over the head of Ava Dean, and it goes out of bounds for another turnover from the Spartans. Studebaker over to Nice up top, dribbling to her right, now crosses back over to the left, gets into the left side of the paint, spins, turns around, passes off to Nineheis. Nineheis' shot no good, rebound from Nice, who is able to put it back. It's now only a two-point lead for the Spartans. Dean in the paint, skip pass into Mullaney. Tegan Mullaney through the double team. No good, rebound for the Panthers. They have a chance to tie or take the lead with eight minutes to go in the first half. Sam Schmidt up top, gets a screen, dribbles to her left, now gives it off to Studebaker, fires up a three, no good, long rebound for Nice. Nice inside to nine heist, but that pass is taken away by Freeman. Freeman up to Ava Dean, going right to left. Dean driving into the lane, right-handed layup is good, and the foul. Ava Dean gets her first points, and she'll head to the line for the old-fashioned three-point play. Oregon doing a good job keeping the ball out of Dean's hands, but right there could not deny it. Ends up with a three-point play opportunity now. Nine Heinz picking up her first foul for the Panthers. Ava Dean's free throw is good. Her first three points of the game, and it's a five-point lead, 23-18. to 7.30 to go in the half. McFarland up on Oregon. Schmidt, left wing, crossing over, gets into the elbow. Lob pass inside for Studebaker. Studebaker gives it off for Nine Ice, who gets fouled on the floor. And that is a foul on number five. That's Alana Wagner. Oregon doing a good job here, uh, interior passing, uh, really attacking the rim. They've been patient the last few trips down the floor. Schmidt with a deep three, no good. Long rebound for the Spartans. It's Tegan Mullaney. Spartans working it around the perimeter. Kirch wanted to lob it into Mullaney, but she was double-teamed, has to give it off to Dean. Now to Wagner, over to Freeman, left corner. Up top, Kirch, she fires up a high-arcing three off the right iron, no good. Rebound rattling around, still on the deck and picked up by the Panthers. Panthers going quickly, that's nice. She circles back out to the wing, into nine heist, nine heist off the glass, and good. Delaney nine heist up to eight points. It's a three-point lead for McFarland. Tegan Mullaney just being hounded by two defenders every time she touches the ball. 
As Wagner tried to kick it out to Freeman in the corner, but it's a turnover. Kirch nearly gets a turnover. Schmidt up ahead to Studebaker. Studebaker fires up a three off the left iron. No good. Rebound goes out off the hand of Ava Dean. Ava Dean, one of our UW Credit Union student athletes of the week back during the volleyball season right, for Ava. Right, volleyball player. Made a trip up to Green Bay for the state championships where McFarland were runner-up. As the Panthers get the ball into nine heist. Working around the perimeter, nice. And then a corner three for Tracy. That one's too strong over the top of the rim. It goes out of bounds. Looks like off of the hand of McFarland, yeah. Just trying to see exactly who that went out off of. 6.04 to go in the first half. 23 to 20, McFarland leading Oregon. Nice, fakes middle, then goes to the right and can't convert on the layup. Rebound for the Spartans. Tegan Mullaney will conduct the offense. Dribbling over to her left, pulls up on the wing, goes a deep pass down to the baseline. Nice hesitation, and the layup is good from Elise Freeman for her first points. Back to a five-point lead for the Spartans. Inside to Studebaker. Studebaker can't convert as she was being defended by Bryn Kirch. Tegan Mullaney with another rebound. She's going to try and go coast to coast, and she gets fouled on the layup attempt. She'll head to the line to try and get points number 14 and 15 for her in the half. She's sitting at 13 of the 25 points for the Spartans. And that is going to be the second foul on Brooke Bashton. And that first one is good. 26-20 now. Tegan Mullaney on the second one. Nothing but net and good. The net barely even moving on that free throw attempt. Seven-point lead for McFarland. Studebaker right of the point. Kicks it out to Tracy on the wing. Now up top for Bastion. Bastion shot fake, but then has to give it off to Nineheis. Nineheis hands it off to Schmidt. Schmidt at the top of the key, trying to get past her defender. A mid-range push shot, no good. Rebound Spartans. Mullaney left wing. Tegan Mullaney handing off to Ava Dean and lays it in. Ava Dean up to five points. Time out for the Panthers, 29 to 20 is our score, 447 to go in the half. We're gonna take the time out with them as you are listening to Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania here on ESPN Madison. ESPN, the ESPN app and Wisconsin On Demand. Since 1962, Stoughton Trailers has been a family-owned and operated business with competitive wages and excellent benefits, plus growth and advancement opportunities. Stoughton Trailers is an exciting place to grow your career. Join the collaboration, innovation, and dynamic team atmosphere at Stoughton Trailers with positions now open in production, operations, finance, sales, engineering, supply chain, and more. Go to stojobs.com to apply today. On behalf of Stoughton Trailers, best of luck to all the participants in today's game. Stoughton Trailers. Big trailers, big opportunity. The Panthers 
on offense. Studebaker, no good. Rebound, Nineheis. Kicking out for a corner three. That one's off the front of the rim. No good. Rebound, Spartans. Kirch, skip pass up to Ava Dean. Hands it off to Mullaney. Deep three. Tegan Mullaney, too strong on the three. Goes back the other way to the Panthers. Studebaker giving it off to Bashton. Bashton driving into the paint, and she's going to take some contact on the shot that's no good, but she's going to head to the line for two. And speaking of two, Tegan Mullaney with her second foul. Morgan had cut it within two, 20-18. McFarland with a 9-2 run, and Oregon is trying to answer it, but the first miss. Brooke Bastion missing on that first one. So it's seven fouls for McFarland, five for Oregon. So the Panthers are into the bonus. And the second Whoa. one's no good, and we'll have a jump ball. That's going to go the way of the Panthers. As Ava Dean was battling for that one. The alternate possession. We've got 4-12 to go, 29-20 our score. McFarland leading Oregon. Freeman nearly getting a steal. Schmidt firing up a three, and she cuts the cords with the three. Sam Schmidt up to eight points. Six-point lead for McFarland. Ava Dean can't hang on to the ball. Goes back to Oregon. Nice double team. Lobs a pass over to the corner for Tracy. And dribbles up top. She's going to give it off to McCabe, who hands it back off to the point guard, Sam Schmidt. Schmidt gets a screen from Nice. On the wing, goes into the paint now. Down to Nice on the far low block. Kicks it up top for Schmidt. Schmidt firing up a three off the back iron. No good. Rebound by Breen Kirch and the Spartans. Kirch down the right sideline. Over to the far side for Freeman. Skips it into Mullaney. Now to Ava Dean on the elbow. She'll fire up from 15. No good. Rebound for McCabe and the Panthers. Studebaker, right wing. Over to Nice, right corner. Holds the ball over her head. Jab steps. Now tries to go baseline. Crosses over into the paint. She's guarded by Ava Dean. Has to skip it back out. Schmidt. Now back to Nice. Right free throw line extended, drives baseline, goes into the middle of the paint, has that shot blocked away by Testelin. Mullaney on the right sideline, wanted to go baseline, couldn't, hesitates, now she does. Wanted to try and skip it off to Freeman, but it goes right into the lap of an Oregon Panther. And then the Panthers have a ball tipped away, but it'll go out off the hand of McFarland. So we've seen a lot of turnovers, Dennis, but it's been a lot of cutting off passing lanes for both of these teams. Both teams defensively pretty sound. You really have to work to get the ball into the paint. 2.30 to go in the half. Six-point lead. McFarland leading Oregon 29-23. to Schmidt on the right low block off the side of the backboard. Picked up by Freeman. Freeman being harassed as she tries to get it up the court. Finally able to pass it off to bring Kirch. Kirch skipping it into Ava Dean. Right-handed layup and good. The hoop and the harm. Ava Dean for the second time today. She's going to head to the line for a three-point play. Great feed by Kirch. Nice little bounce pass. And Dean took it right up as you should. Don't put it on the floor. Go right to the basket. Layup and a foul. And that is a foul on Reese McCabe, her first foul. And Ava Dean's free throw, no good. 
31-23, McFarland leading. Studebaker going all the way down, no good. Rebound off the hand of Ava Dean. Ava Dean was battling that time with Delaney Nineheis. But Dean unable to get possession of the ball. McCabe inbounding along the baseline. Skips it in to Nineheis. She tries to go across the paint, and she's able to lay it in and good. Delaney Nineheis now with 10 points. Freeman over to Dean. Now firing up a three is Testolin. That one rattling around off the left iron and no good. Thought it was going to go down, but it just rattled off the rim. Nice up top to Studebaker for the Panthers who go from left to right in their all-black road uniforms with their orange numbers. Skip pass into Nice on the far low block up to Tracy. Mid-range jumper rattles out. Rebound for Ava Dean and the Spartans of McFarland. Kirch quickly back up. Freeman on the baseline. Freeman goes left hand, has it blocked away, gets her own rebound. Kirch up top, drives into the paint, skips it off for Ava Dean, takes some more contact. No foul, but she's able to lay it in is Ava Dean. She's up to nine points now, and it's an eight-point lead for the Spartans. And another assist from Kirch. Inside a minute to go. Delaney Nineheis fouled from behind on the shot attempt. She doesn't convert on the shot, but she'll head to the line to shoot to Delaney Nineheis, a 62% free throw shooter on the season. Delaney Nineheis on the first one, nothing but net and good. We've got 55.2 seconds to go in the half. Haley Testelin heading to the bench for McFarland. And the second one from Nineheis, no good. Rebound by McFarland. Freeman with it. Able to get it across the midline with 45 seconds to go. Dean up top. Back to Dean, right of the point. Over to Kirch, left wing, dribbling to her left, crosses over, tries to go baseline, hesitates, under the basket, all the way out to Freeman, fires up a right wing, three, nothing but net for Elise Freeman. Ten-point lead for the Spartans. 25 seconds to go in the half. Nice jab step. Goes into the paint. Turnaround jumper, no good. Rebound, Mullaney. Tegan Mullaney. Slowly walking across the midline, gets a screen from Ava Dean, skip pass from Mulaney to Dean. She gives it off baseline, and the layup is good from Katie Mender. Her first points of the game, it's a 12-point lead. Panthers fire up a desperation three at the end of the half. That's no good. 38-26 to is our first half score. McFarland leading. The Oregon Panthers. So, Dennis, not exactly the first half we were expecting. Their first matchup between these two teams. It was only a two-point lead for McFarland. This time they added an extra 10 points onto that number as they're up to a 38-26 to lead at the half. And, you know, it's just been a lot of fast-break scoring, but then some open threes that they weren't necessarily hitting in that first matchup between these two teams. Yeah, I'm surprised that Oregon did not take the ball right at Mulaney. She picked up her second foul with 4-12 to go in the half, and they're, they're making a comeback, actually, that was uh, was a 9-2 run that um, McFarland was in, 
And you think you want to get the ball inside and get hurt that third foul before halftime. McFarland left her out there on defense uh, primarily because she could score mm -hmm. and uh, didn't pay for it. So eh, Candyman's here passing on candy to the students. I love it. <laughs> we even got a little bit of candy before yes. the game. They know little, how to. Little they know chocolate. how to win us over here at McFarland. Yes. Just give us some candy. Sweeten up the rod. Yeah, exactly. Right. They need it because, you know, I'm so sour, Dennis. <laughs> Stoughton Health provides trusted care close to home. They're proud to support all of the area's student-athletes and wish them all the best this season from rehab to ortho care. Stoughton Health provides comfort and convenience locally. Visit StoughtonHealth.com to learn more. When we come back, we'll hear from our UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week. 38-26 to 26 is our score at the half. McFarland leading at home on the third-ranked Oregon Panthers here on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on ESPN Madison. Thirty-eight to twenty-six, our score here at the half is now we've got the UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week. For every stage of life, UW Credit Union is here for every you. Proudly serving Wisconsin for over 90 years. Pop in or hop online at uwcu.org to join. UW Credit Union is proud to support all of the area's student athletes. Make sure to listen every week to hear who the Student Athlete of the Week is as this week. Now we will hear the UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week. Our ESPN Madison UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week, Alexis Lexi, right, yep. Atkinson. Welcome, Lexi. Well, have a good Lexi. <laughs> Glad you can have me. <laughs> well, welcome. Uh, you're a multiple sport athlete. Mm -hmm. uh, your primary sports are soccer and basketball. Mm -hmm. What's it like being a multiple sport athlete at Soccer? Just having a lot of classmates being multiple sport athletes. We have this really good bond from sport to sport, which I think makes us all overall better at the school. And it's just really nice to have recognition in the communities, too. Be like, oh, I see you at like basketball. And they're like, oh, I see you in the paper for soccer as well. So I, a lot of people notice me from multiple sports too. So it's kind of nice. Well, you're one of three seniors on the basketball team. Mm -hmm. And the other two seniors, Andres and Erlen Apple. Apple, are both soccer players. Yeah, too. we all grew up just playing the same sports. So kept together. Well, then there's a third sport you actually played in high school. There Your was. Your freshman, sophomore year. Mm -hmm. That was? Football. I just wanted to be the kicker and actually started in eighth grade year. I just wanted to be a manager. And one day after practice, I just like kicked a couple field goals. And the coach came up to me after practice like, uh, do you want to be the kicker? I was like, sure, why not? Let's take a chance. <laughs> well, you dressed for varsity, so you got to go through the Friday Night Lights. Was that pretty cool? It was, but it was also nerve-wracking because I think the other team was like, oh, is that a girl? Like, I, I remember running out and they're like, is that a girl? I'm like, oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> but <laughs> it just it was kind of nerve-wracking, especially being a sophomore, being an underclassman with, like, the seniors it was just intimidating, I guess, but it was a good, it was a cool experience. Hey, you survived, right? Yep, still here. <laughs> and now soccer, that's when you've had the most success. Soccer's been to state three years in a row. Mm -hmm. What was it like the first time? And is it different every time? Some people might say, well, I've been there before, but it is special every time, though. I wasn't able to go freshman year, but sophomore year, I was a part of the team. I mean, I was kind of on and off starting, so I didn't really get to play a lot during that game. I, I subbed in here and there, but then last year I started and I played majority of it. I was really nervous, kind of having like those nerves compared to last year. I was like, oh, this is a completely different game. Yeah, and then uh, you ended up scoring a goal. I did, yeah. What was that like? 
really thrilling actually because we were only down 1-0 at that time and then by the time I got it we were like wow we're actually in this game. I like I think I clenched my eyes when I hit the ball because I kind of just like remember twirling my head and then peeking my eyes open and I just see the ball go past like a white glove. I was like did that really just happen? <laughs> I think I started jumping before the ball officially hit the back of the net but it was just an overall good moment. So you say that's your ESPN moment that would be it? Yeah that would be. Are you looking at playing a sport in college? Mm -hmm. I'm going to the UW River Falls and playing soccer. What do you plan to study? Animal science. I'm hoping to have a pre-vet emphasis and then apply the medicine for it to be a vet. When you look at your time at SOC, a referendum came through in 2020. You look at this brand new weight room, stadium. What do you remember the most of your experiences here at SOC? I think just the diversity that we have. Me being in FFA, we have a great agriculture program and so it has given me more opportunities than others, especially since both of my ag teachers have gone to River Falls so they know ins and outs of the place. And then obviously our new CNA classroom, like the different opportunities that we can get with the referendum for our high school, not only like my class, but the upcoming generations is just, it's going to benefit them a lot. Well, Lexi Atkinson, Sauk Prairie High School, soccer and basketball. Hope you have a great rest of the season. Thank you. You're listening to 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app and Wisconsin On Demand. I don't ever want to be. As the second half starts, the... Uh, McFarland Spartans turning the ball over, so the Panthers now have it going from right to left. Sam Schmidt with it up top, nearly loses it, able to pick up, though it was nice on the right wing. Nice gives it back to Schmidt between the circles. Nine Heist now up top, lobs it over on the left wing to Schmidt. Schmidt dribbling over to her right, guarded by Ava Dean. Schmidt goes into the paint, left hand off the glass, and good. Schmidt up to 10 points, quickly up ahead. Tracy in the corner, gives it up top to Dean. Dean wanted to get it to Mullaney. Back over to Tracy, who fires up a three, and that's no good. It's a 10-point lead for the Spartans. Nice hop step into the paint, rebound for Nine Heiss, and Nine Heiss able to put it in. Four quick points for the Panthers. Have it down to an eight-point lead for McFarland. Panthers only shot 29% in the first half. Uh, two of nine from three-point range. Come out, make their first two baskets pretty big. Start out with a lot of turnovers at eight, but uh, McFarland actually had 11. Three more in the first half. They shot almost 40%. So see if the Panthers can maintain this hot start in the second half here as they brought it down single digits. McFarland working the ball around the perimeter. Freeman gets cut off as she tried to drive baseline. Ava Dean gets the ball on the elbow, drives into the paint. No good on the layup. Wanted a foul, doesn't get it. Nice the other way. Over the top of Tegan Mullaney. Too strong. Rebound for Kirch. Kirch looping back around at the top of the key between the circles. Gives it off to Freeman. Now Testelin. Over to Mullaney, left wing, jab step, holds the ball up above her head. Skip pass into Dean, Dean fade away, not strong enough off the front of the iron, rebound for the Panthers. Tracy up to Schmidt, Schmidt fires up a deep three, that one's no good. Rebound, nine ice, and nine ice able to put it in. So it's a 6 nothing run to start the second half for the Panthers, and they trail by six. Mullaney trying to end the run. Too strong on the three attempt. Rebound for nine heist. Up to Schmidt. Schmidt still has her dribble. She hasn't taken it yet. Now she does over to her right between the circles now. 
Nine Heiss, right free throw line extended, guarded by Mullaney. Skip pass inside to Nice. Nice into the paint, over to Studebaker, and she's got her shot blocked. And then Nice picks it up and gets fouled. 14.47 to go in the game. So it was a 38-26 lead at the half, and now it's 38-32. McFarland up on Oregon. Oh, they didn't call foul on that one. Just oh, they didn't. Up. It was just tie-up on that one, okay. so alternate possession. Schmidt on the right wing. Tries to go baseline. She's getting cut off by Freeman. Has to pass it off to Nine Heist. Fires up a left wing three. That one's off the right iron. And then a whistle. There's your first foul. That's on Schmidt. Schmidt, her first foul. First team foul here in the second half. McFarland started out 5 of 6 hot here in the second half. 3 of 5 for Oregon. A 6 0 run. And now we get another mm -hmm. Oregon foul. So, just as you said, you know, there, hadn't, there wasn't a foul on the possession. And now we get two quick fouls. And it's the first foul for Studebaker. Yeah, Studebaker, uh, 15, Garden Mullaney mostly. Mullaney, 15 points. Studebaker averaging 9.9 a game. Shut out in the first half. Mullaney going baseline, gets triple team through the triple team, still muscles through the contact and puts it off the glass for the first points of the second half for McFarland. You got to want it. <laughs> she wanted that one. I think she was a little frustrated after the first matchup between these two teams where she got held to only 10 points the entire game. She's already up to 17 now for the Spartans. Nine Heiss has her shot. Stripped away, out of bounds. It'll stay with the Panthers. Couldn't quite get it up there. Headed on the hip. When you bring the ball down, the defender's going to get a chance to slap it away, and that's what happened. Bastion gets it in to nine heist. Fires up a three. Gets her on rebound. Oh, and then Schenneker gets her shot blocked from behind. And again, it'll be out off of McFarland. 13.35 to go in the game. 40-32, McFarland leads Oregon. Lob inside, taken away by the Panthers. Mullaney on the fast break. Tegan Mullaney through the contact and good off the glass. Back to a 10-point lead for McFarland. Panthers work around the perimeter. That three attempt from Tracy is no good, but it stays with Oregon. Nine heists off the bottom of the rim, no good. Quickly up ahead to Dean. Dean lobbing it into the paint for Mullaney, and she lays it in. It's three straight baskets here for Mullaney. And then a foul on the shot attempt from Studebaker. Caitlin Studebaker heading to the line. Has yet to score in this game, but she is the best defender for the Panthers, so she draws Tegan Mullaney a lot of the time and puts a lot of the effort into the defensive end when going up against this McFarland squad. The first one is no good. And Studebaker, a 52% free throw shooter on the season, missing the first one. First matchup between these two teams, Studebaker with nine points and six rebounds. 
And she's able to get her first points now of the game. An 11-point lead for McFarland. 5 of 11 from the line now. They were 4-9 in the first half. A little bit better job of that. Testelin tries to skip it into Ava Dean. That rolls all the way down to Ryan Wollersheim. Prime time as that goes out off of the Spartans. Our video producer tonight here at McFarland. So thank you, Ryan. Also thank you to Alex Gravatt, our audio producer, and our executive producer, Chuck Stanger. Tracy firing up a three for the Panthers. Rebound by the Spartans. McFarland going from left to right. Ava Dean able to control that tipped pass. Bryn Kirch steps into a three and tickles the twine. Bryn Kirch with five points on the night. It's a 14-point lead for McFarland. Tracy, corner three, no good. Freeman able to pull in the long rebound. Up to Kirch as she brings it across the midline. Off to Ava Dean at the top of the key. Drives inside over to the corner for Kirch. Step back into a corner three. That one rattles out, no good. Rebounded nice. Up ahead to Scheneker. Scheneker off the glass and good. Tegan Scheneker, her second bucket. Now with four points. Just beat the defense back there. Good outlet pass and finished it off with a fast break layup. Dean laying it into Mullaney. Mullaney can't convert on that one. Rebound for the Panthers. Who trail by 12. Over to the corner is Tracy, and she knocks down the corner three. It's down to a nine-point lead for McFarland as Bryn Kirch slowly brings it up the floor. Freeman between the circles. Wanted to skip it down low to Ava Dean, but that goes out and a turnover. For 50 years, Zimbra Honda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbra Honda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're in the market for a new Honda or a used Honda, visit Zimbra Honda in Madison today or online at ZimbraConda.com. There's a timeout on the floor. We're going to take one right along with them as you're listening to Zimbra Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on ESPN Madison. to go in the game. McFarland leading the Oregon Panthers in this battle of top five teams. And Dennis, Oregon able to cut into the lead a little bit, but then as soon as they do that, McFarland just able to go on a run to get back up to that double-digit area lead. And spreading the wealth, all five starters are contributing here. And when you have a player of uh, Mulaney's ability, a lot of times teams will just turn around and watch. You got to make uh, make sure you contribute too. Oh, nice block, but oh, that could be her third foul. Yeah, I think Tegan Mulaney just picks up her third foul as Scheneker went up for the layup, and they are going to call her for her third foul as she had a little bit of a hockey hip check that yeah. time <laughs> as Scheneker went up for the layup. Scheneker hits the first of the two free throw attempts. And the second one rattles out. Mullaney is going to stay out there with three fouls as she gets the rebound and brings it across the midcourt line. Crosses over into the paint through the contact. The hoop and the harm for Tegan Mullaney. So she makes up for the foul that time. 
And she is able to draw a foul and get points. Now try to make it an 11-point lead. That was on Caitlin Studebaker, her second foul. Third team foul here in the half. McFarland has two team fouls. And Mullaney after a couple of bounces. Nothing but net and good for Tegan Mullaney. She's up to now 29 points on the night of the 50 for the Spartans who lead 50 to 39. Nice on the right low block. Spins inside, then goes baseline and good for Olivia Nice. Bryn Kirch at the top of the key. Was looking for Tegan Mullaney, but has to give it off instead to Freeman. Now Mullaney over to oh. Kirch, right yes. wing, and she buries the three. Try to cheat on Mullaney, and she kicks it out. Kirch's second three, both in the second half. It's back to a 12-point lead for the Spartans. Mullaney nearly picking up her fourth foul as nine ice. Goes with the reverse layup. Kirch along the left sideline. Goes to the top of the key. Nearly a foul called. It's like a reach in. That'll be the third foul on Brooke Bashton. Testolin inbounding on the far sideline. Lobbing it between the circles to Freeman. Back to Testolin. Now up top, Ava Dean. Dean to Mullaney, fires over to Freeman, fires up a corner three, no good, rebound by the Panthers. Bastion, right wing, skips at baseline. That is Scheneker on the low block, spinning around and able to get the turnaround jumper. McFarland working it around the perimeter. Dean up top. Now to Testolin. She wanted to go up into the top of the key, but got cut off. Now Bastion, Testolin on the corner. Thought about a three, doesn't take it. So did Mullaney up top. She hands off to Dean. Now to the corner for Kirch. Kirch lobs it into Mullaney. Mullaney finds an open Freeman on the block. She passes out to Ava Dean, mid-range jumper, no good. Rebound, though, by the Spartans, and they'll maintain possession. Testolin to Mullaney at the top of the key. Hesitates, step back three. Oh, oh nothing but net. Tegan Mullaney. She's got 12 points in the half, 27 points on the night for Tegan Mullaney. That's just a dagger. Point good defense and give up a three. Nice. Takes some contact. Picks up a foul. That's Ava Dean picking up her second foul. They'll send Olivia Nice to the free throw line. She has five points tonight. The first one off the front of the iron, no good. 8.17 to go in the game. 56-45. McFarland leading Oregon. Dennis, this is the type of game if this holds for McFarland is the second one is good from Nice, where they're sitting right now at number four in the coaches' poll, number three in the AP poll. 
probably going to move up a spot here if they can hang on for this win over the Division I Oregon Panthers. Ava Dean, turnaround jumper, tried to channel her inner Dirk Nowitzki that time, <laughs> but can't convert. Panthers going the other way. Olivia Nice with the open layup. She's up to eight points. Dean, top of the key to Kirch, holding the ball up uh, over her head into Mullaney. She's at the free throw line. Now over to the corner, Freeman, shot fake, dribbles to her right, gives it off to Testelin. Now on the elbow is Dean. Dean wanted to give it to Mullaney, instead turns into the middle of the paint and is no good. Rebound for the Panthers. Fast break. Nice, nice losing control. Kirch on the deck, and it'll be out off of the Spartans as Bryn Kirch couldn't keep her shoulder off of the baseline. 56-48, McFarland leading Oregon. A couple of substitutes now for the Panthers. McCabe lobbing it in to Scheneker up top. Fakes to her right, now dribbles over to her left. Gives it off to Studebaker. Bird. She knocks down a three. First bucket. Big time for her. She did hit a free throw earlier in this half, but that is her first field goal. It's a five-point lead for McFarland. Kirch, right wing, to Dean, left of the point. Now Testelin. Testelin trying to get it in to Tegan Mullaney, but she is fouled as Caitlin Studebaker got her arm kind of wrapped around Tegan Mullaney that time. So Studebaker with her third foul. It's the fifth team foul for the Panthers. We've got 6.46 to go. It's a five-point lead for the Spartans of McFarland. Yeah, Kurtz hit a three to open up a 14-point lead, 18-9 runs since then for Oregon. Got it back to single digits. Two-possession game here, but need a stop. Dean left of the point, guarded by nine heists. Now to Testelin. Takes it over to the top of the key. Kurtz dribbling around. Tegan Mullaney had it on the elbow, has the ball poked away. It goes out off of Oregon. It'll be a sideline in for the Spartans. Bryn Kirch will be the one inbounding it. Gets it into Dean. Dean conducting the offense with a right-hand dribble. Now lobs it over to Testelin. Left free throw line extended. Fakes the pass to Mullaney up top to Dean. Gives to Mullaney on the elbow, kicks it out to Testelin for the three off the right iron, no good. Testelin gets her own rebound, the floater, no good. And a rebound for Olivia Nice and the Panthers. Panthers looking to try and make this a one possession game potentially. As they trail 56-51, we're down to 5.50 to go in the game. Tracy cut off, tried to go baseline. Nice shot fake into the elbow, kicks it out to Tracy right wing. Now to Nice in the corner, lob pass up top for Studebaker. Fires up a three off the right iron, no good. Rebound for the Spartans. Mullaney slowing things down now as she'll run the offense. Going from left to right. Dean driving into the paint, and she'll be fouled as she goes up for the shot. It should be the fourth on Studebaker. And that is the fourth for Caitlin Studebaker. And that's huge, being the best defender 
for this Oregon team with having her fourth foul now. Dean too strong on the first free throw attempt. No good. Now that uh, from now on, bonus for uh, McFarland. Spartans only committed three fouls, though. They can be a little more aggressive here on the defensive end. The second one from Dean is good. That's her first point of the second half. 57-51 is the lead for McFarland. Scheneker off to Tracy, left free throw line extended, dribbling over to her right, wheeling into the elbow, skips to the corner for Schmidt, holds the ball up above her head, now dribbles to her left, wanted to try and go inside, kicks it out to the top of the key, fires up a three, no good, rebound for Nice, and she gets through the contact and lays it in. And it's a timeout for the Spartans, 57-53 our score. 4.57 to go in the game. Canopy Wealth Management has a balanced approach to help guide you through a complex and ever-changing landscape. Through your family's financial planning journey, they will serve as a partner, advocate, and steward to help achieve your goals with confidence. At Canopy Wealth Management, they believe that values matter and strengthen the community. When you work with Canopy, care, competence, and clarity isn't a tagline, it's a promise. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started today. Dennis, it's a four-point ball game. McFarland leading 57-53. to At one time, they've had a 12-point lead in this game. Actually, 14 in the second half. Yeah, it was 40, oh, the, 47 right. yeah. um, Again, strong offensive boards. Uh, we mentioned the pregame, 20-plus offensive boards, 25 against Elkhorn here for uh, Oregon. And uh, 22, nice. She's just been a demon on the board. She's just been phenomenal tonight. She's got that little putback. Uh, one of the keys there, although first time around, Sam Schmidt was 6-10 at 18 points, all on threes uh, for Oregon. She had two threes in the first half, just, just a bucket in the second. She's only got 10 points here, uh, keeping her in check. But uh, keep an eye to see when she gets hot. They cannot uh, leave her open at all because she can drain a couple of threes here. Right now it's just a two-possession game or a three made and a foul. And a, mm -hmm. and a foul, a four-point play away. You never know. We're inside five minutes to go. Four-point lead for the Spartans. They work around the perimeter. Dean in the corner. Up top to Testelin. Now Freeman. Guarded by Schmidt. Mullaney. Right wing dribbles into the corner. Skip pass. Wanted to get it to Dean, but it's taken away by Olivia Nice. She's going to try and go coast to coast. Hop step in the paint, and the layup is good. Olivia Nice, nine points in this second half. She only had three in the first, and it's a two-point lead for McFarland. Step in front of the passing lane. Go coast to coast. She's not killing you on the board. She's killing you on defense. Mullaney at the top of the key. Oh. Again, tried to go to Dean and again turning it over. That's back-to-back -back possessions where Mullaney has tried to go to her teammate Ava Dean and they've turned the ball over. Chance to tie or take the lead for the Panthers. They've yet to do that all game with 3.50 to go. 57-55. Oregon working around the perimeter. Nine heists with it. Down to Nice in the elbow, and she draws a foul. 
There could be a couple of McFarland players who pick this one up. Looking to see who they call it on. And that is number four, Bryn Kurtz. That's her third foul. Fourth team foul. Still a couple here to give. Be aggressive here. Mm-hmm. Just uh, well, Mulaney's got to be. And Schmidt laying it in. Sam Schmidt ties the game at 57 apiece. Mulaney going all the way into the paint. Kicks out to the corner to Testelin. Lob back to Mulaney on the elbow. Now Dean. Dean with a 15-foot jumper. Nothing but net for Ava Dean. McFarland goes back up top. Now the Panthers to nine heist on the elbow. Schmidt right wing. Holds the ball above her head. Now down to her waist. Dribbles over to her left. Left wing. She'll go all the way over to the corner. Has the ball poked away, but there's a whistle. And a foul. And I believe that's going to be the fourth for Bryn Kirch. And that is. So Bryn Kirch with four fouls. Tegan Mullaney has three for McFarlane. And then on the other side, Caitlin Studebaker for the Panthers with four fouls. And then Brooke Bastion has three for the Panthers as well. Nice in the left corner. Goes up top to Sam Schmidt. Now over to Nine Heiss. Right wing. And Studebaker, shot fake, drives in. Misses the shot, but it's a rebound. And I believe Kurtz Kurtz just fouled out. She tried to go in for that steal. And that is on Bryn Kurtz. The first thing they teach you is don't reach, and she did. So she's going to finish with eight points and foul out of this one. So coming in for Bryn Kirch will be Katie Mender. Both teams then pretty much sticking with their starters. Studebaker, or Schenneker rather, Tegan off the bench uh, for Oregon, and Mender for McFarland. Pretty much the only reserves have played in the second half. That's conditioning-wise, this is when you want to go the length of the game. Nineheis missing the layup as she was defended by Mullaney. It's a two-point lead for McFarland, down to 2.25 to go in the game. Mender off to Dean, right of the point. Gives it to Mullaney at the top of the key. Mullaney gets double-teamed, has to dribble it out. Nearly turning it over, gets it to Freeman. Freeman goes into the paint, up top to Dean. Dean spins right, goes to the left, gets fouled on the layup attempt. She'll head to the line to shoot two. That's a foul on Delaney Nineheis. Her second foul, seventh team foul. Ava Dean with 12 points on the game, looking to make it 13. Too strong, no good. Right now it'll stay at a two-point lead, 59-57, 2.08 to go in the ball game. Time in a game where you're looking at free throws, layups and free throws, but only uncontested layups. That one was contested. She did not finish and now missed the free throw. And the second. And the second one, but Mulaney gets the rebound. rebound. Back to Dean. Dean laying it in. Too strong off the glass. Rebound by the Panthers. A chance to tie or take the lead with two minutes to go. It's nice between the circles, guarded by Dean. Over to the right wing for Studebaker. Lobs it back to Nice, left of the point, who dribbles over to her right. Right hand dribble with her left hand, conducts the offense. Now picks up her dribble over to the left wing for Nine Heist. 
Up top to Schmidt. Schmidt shot fake, step back three off the left iron, no good. Rebound for Mender and the Spartans. 90 seconds to go in the game. Tegan Mullaney just walking across the midline. She's guarded by Studebaker and then gets triple team, goes all the way to the baseline, kicks it out, turns it over to Nine Heiss. Nine Heiss kicks out to Schmidt, steps back into the corner on the left side. Now up top to Tracy, over to the right side to Olivia Nice. Jab step, holds the ball above her head, gets it inside to Nine Heiss, and the hoop and the harm! Oh, Delaney Nine Heiss! with a chance to take the lead with a minute two to go in the game. Testelin picking up her third foul. Both teams in the bonus now tied at 59 apiece. The Panthers have yet to lead in this game and we have a timeout. We're gonna take it as well as we're tied 59-59 with a minute two to go in the game. You're listening to Zimbra Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. You're listening to 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app and Wisconsin On Demand. Before or after the game, Pasquale's Cantina is the perfect spot for authentic Southwest flavors right here in the Madison area. Whether it's to fulfill your craving for red chile, their famous chips and guac, or those blue corn tortilla tacos, Pasquale's is the place to enjoy time with friends and family. Visit one of their locations in Middleton or Verona today, or check out the menu and their food online at Pasquale'sCantina.com. Bringing the flavors of the Southwest to the Midwest, Pasquale's Cantina. So, Dennis Delaney, nine heist, a chance to give Oregon their first lead of the game. At the line, nine heist rattles it home. 60 to 59. We're down to 60 seconds to go in the game. Freeman running the offense between the circles, guarded by Sam Schmidt. Picks up her dribble, gives it off to Dean. Dean right of the point. Hands off to Tegan Mullaney. Takes it over to the right free throw line extended. Now around the horn. Testelin right, or excuse me, left wing. Mullaney, top of the key, down to 38 seconds. Trailing by one. Mullaney going baseline and she steps out of bounds with 30 seconds left. Tegan Mullaney turning the ball over. Trying to beat the double team on the baseline and just got one step a little too far. Now the Spartans going to go with a full court press here, trailing the first time all night by 160 to 59. Long pass up ahead to Schmidt. She passes it backwards but turns it over. The Panthers trying to get a little cheeky that time, Dennis, and it didn't work. We're saying the ball should be down here because it went out of bounds. Possession yeah, should be down in this end. We've got the AD, Paul Ackley, even helping out here for McFarland, saying, no, it should go on the baseline. But I think there's, the officials were saying that oh. the ball was touched That's inbounds and then the momentum took her out. Down to 20 seconds left. Freeman up top. Should have been a double dribble. They don't get it. Ava Dean drives in, misses the layup. Long rebound picked up by Testelin. And now Mullaney 
has the ball and a timeout with 12.7 seconds left to go. We're going to keep it right here in this tight ball game. This is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. And for 50 years, Zimbrick Honda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbrick Honda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car. If you're in the market for a new Honda or a used Honda, visit Zimbrick Honda in Madison today or online at ZimbrickHonda.com. So, Dennis... Everyone in the building and listening and watching knows Tegan Mullaney is going to get this ball here. But how you like do you get th- her you the like, ball? You like to think so. You set a double screen down here. And have her pop out and take a jumper. Or she can take it right to the basket. She's only got three fouls. They've been trying to get her the ball and cut back to the lane with uh, Dean breaking down. And they've been able to, to, to uh, successfully get a couple of give and goes. But the last time down, they tried that and it was intercepted. 12.7 seconds to go. Oregon with their first lead of the game, leading 60-59. to Dean has it on the left wing. Ten seconds now. Hands it off to Mullaney. Mullaney crossover through the double team. Lays it up. Air ball. Rebound for Nice. Schmidt's going to hang on to it. 1.8 seconds left, and she gets fouled. This was a 14-point lead for McFarland. And the unbeaten season for the Panthers looks like it might live for another day here. Sam Schmidt heading to the line, a 75% free throw shooter. She has 12 points so far. Looking to try and make this at least a a two-point, if not a three-point game for the Panthers with 1.8 seconds left. The first one is good for Sam Schmidt. 61-59 now. 61-59, 61-59, Sam Schmidt at the line for Oregon to make this a three-point lead with 1.8 seconds left. And it is nothing but net and good. 1.8, Mullaney now taking it up. Half-court heave off the top of the backboard. No good, it's pandemonium on the Panthers' bench. They trailed by 14 points. And they come back to win by three, Dennis. 62-59, to the final score. And the unbeaten season is now 18-0. and 18 in a row for the Panthers. Had a really work for this one. You look at the... I <laughs> don't think they haven't had a closer game all year long. They've had a lot of blowouts during the season. And this is the kind of game you need to come to say tournament time. They just came off a 57-point win on Tuesday night. Man, it, and then they come into this one, get down early. McFarland makes five of their first six shots. Oregon turns the ball over, but they were patient, got back, got down. But uh, when you got a senior point guard in Sam Schmidt, and then, boy, crashing the boards, nine heists and nice were just incredible. That is a great one-two punch. Nine uh, heists at 6-1 and nice at 5-10. But it's not just the height, it's the hustle. Mm-hmm. You got uh, uh, rebounding is about wanting the ball. And one of the things Oregon does is that the assistant coaches came up with some games so they keep track of an offensive board, how important it is. It's how many you get in a certain point or, you know, where you get the ball or you know, whatever. So it's every rebound means something. Mm-hmm. It's like in practice, if you, you, you make layups. Well, you're going to make layups in the game. Well, every drill you try to do something to score or to help the fundamentals. Fundamentally, they, they are just outstanding. And it's the, uh, this is the assistant coaches 
I want to give credit to uh, Mackenzie Rognes and Dom Winters. They've implemented many game goals, and they're they're, they're the two uh, Rognes coaches, the guards, Winters, the post players. And it's uh, who can get the most second chance points, who can get keep the, the possession along mm-hmm. the lo- longest. And they had a lot of two and three shot possessions. Yep. And offensive rebounding again is I want the ball. Panthers wanted it tonight. 62-59, the final score in this one. The Panthers trailed at the half, 38-26 to to McFarland. They battled back in the second half to come away with a three-point road victory. The GRB Academy is baseball for the serious player. GRB Academy wants to be a part of your plan to reach your potential. Utilize GRB Academy's 52,000-square-foot facility, 14 batting cages, and 6,000-square-foot weight room. Personal lessons are available year-round with over 300 college players and over 150 D1 players. GRB led the way in the Midwest for college recruitment and player development. Visit grbacademy.com for more information. We're going to take a quick break as Dennis and I add up the total stats here in this ball game. And when we come back, we'll have the Stoughton Trailers final haul of the game. Again, 62-59, our final score here on Zimbra Conda's presentation of Prep Main. the final score in this one. The third-ranked Oregon Panthers stay undefeated at 18-0 on the year as they battle back from a 12-point halftime deficit. They were down at one point by 14 in the second half to win 62-59 over the McFarland Spartans here in McFarland tonight. And now, Dennis, it is time for our Stoughton Trailers final haul. Since 1962, Stoughton Trailers has been a family-owned and operated business with competitive wages and excellent benefits, plus growth and advancement opportunities. Stoughton Trailers is an exciting place to grow your career. Join the collaboration innovation and dynamic team atmosphere at Stoughton Trailers with positions now open in production, operations, finance, sales, engineering, supply chain, and more. Go to stojobs.com to apply today. On behalf of Stoughton Trailers, best of luck to all the participants in today's game. Stoughton Trailers, big trailers, big opportunity. So, Dennis, final thoughts on this one tonight. Well, I'm just trying to add up the rebounds here for... uh uh, for Nice and for uh, Nine Heist, uh, I'll tell you, I had them for 10, combined 10 offensive rebounds. That's phenomenal. That's, that's actually why they got back in the game. Uh, Nine Heist ended up with a game high 20, or a team high 20 points. Uh, Sam Schmidt with 14, a big, two big free throws there to give him that little three point margin at the end. 12 points uh, for Olivia Nice. And then rounding out the scoring, uh, Tegan Schenecker came off the bench with five, and starters uh, uh, was Claire Tracy at five, and uh, Studebaker had four. But she really made uh, Tegan Mullaney work for all 29 of her points. Mm-hmm. And really, right at the end, Tegan did not get a little shot from the left baseline, a kind of a push, did not really get a lot into that one. Uh, so I think uh, uh, Studebaker got a little body on her right there. So she did her job tonight. But... Uh, Again, Tegan with a high game, uh, 29, 10 for uh, Ava Dean. And that was the one coming in. She had 20 the first time these teams met. And Coach uh, Adam uh, Walmsley said that she was the X factor in this game. They were able to keep her from uh, doing too much damage. Rounding out the scoring, uh, Bryn Kirch had eight points before she fouled out. 
late uh, Elise Freeman with five, uh, Haley Teslin with five, and off the bench, uh, Kate Mender with two. And you look at bench points tonight, five for Oregon and two for McFarland. That was actually the difference. Yeah. <laughs> but the bench players tonight got an awful lot of play tonight. They went with their horses, and it was a great game. Uh, you look at uh, what McFarland's done this year, they've had some uh, some pretty tough luck. Uh, they've lost to some very good teams. You look at uh, uh, throughout the uh, their five losses at this point. Lost to Verona, ranked first in Division One. Lost to Oregon now twice, who ranked uh, third in Division One. Lost to Pewaukee, who's ranked first in Division Two, and lost to Monona Grove, who's ranked third in Division Two, and that was in triple overtime. So they've had some great ones here, but they got to find a way to win those close games if they yeah. want to make a run in the tournament. Because those are all the type of teams that they're... That's, those are the games yeah. that you're going to get when you get the sectionals. Maybe yep. the first regional game, you got a good matchup in the second. You get that regional final win, the sectional semi and the sectional final, the big dogs are out. And uh, yep. you better have your uh, you know, horses, or what do you want to say, uh, things all, ducks all in a row. And uh, a couple things they've got to work on tonight. Uh, Tegan had a had a few turnovers trying to force some passes, but she's trying to get her teammates involved, yep. and you can't fault her for that. And Oregon did make some adjustments. Um, McFarland was able to get the ball inside, do some give-and-goes, and, goes, and uh, they had a player cutting down the middle of the lane. They were able to get some easy layups. Down the stretch, Oregon took that away. Yep. So, once again, defense wins championships, and the Panthers came through down 14 in the second half, scratched their way back, and uh, 18-0, baby, unbeaten. This time of year, that wow. is tough. And the only other team in the area who's unbeaten like that, Verona. And guess what? They're in the same sectional. So uh, we, that could be a heck of a I battle. Was, Two unbeaten teams at the end of the season if they survive. Oh, man. that would. I, I think I know where we might end we up. we got to be at that those one. two matches. I hope we don't have a Bucks game that yeah, night. That would be conflict. heartbreaking. Sorry, Bucks, but uh, <laughs> my loyalty is to the high school. So uh, <laughs> uh, go Giannis. Go Doc Rivers! I'm a Doc Rivers fan, so I'm happy. That's a good night. I'm happy. <laughs> we saw a great game. <laughs> so We definitely go. did. Again, a 12-point lead at the half for McFarland. They led as by as many as 14 in the second half before falling 62-59 to to the third-ranked Oregon Panthers. Stoughton Health provides trusted care close to home. They're proud to support all of the area's student-athletes and wish them all the best this season. From rehab to ortho care, Stoughton Health provides comfort and convenience locally. Visit StoughtonHealth.com to learn more. So, Dennis, we've got a couple of minutes left here before we say goodbye for the night. You know, you mentioned the cutting off those open layups in the middle of the paint that McFarland was able to get in the first half of the game. The Panthers able to get rid of that in the second half. What else was Oregon able to do to close out that 12-point halftime lead and 14-point second half lead that McFarland had? Well, that was a 29-12 to run to the game with 12 minutes to go. Uh, this was McFarland's game to lose. Mm-hmm. And again, defensively uh, made some adjustments, but the thing I like about offensively, it's, uh, Oregon's pretty patient. You look at their lineup, Studebaker, Tracy, uh, Nineheis, uh, Nice, uh, and uh, Schmidt, all five scores, all five players can score. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have to have a 29-point score to win ball games, it helps. But tonight, no, it was, it was uh, pretty much good defense. And uh, I really like the way that they spread the ball around. And Sam Schmidt, 
they really needed her for this game. She'd missed a few games because of that concussion and got got her feet wet a little bit against Fort Atkinson on Tuesday. Tonight, she showed why she's one of the best point guards yeah. in the area. Uh, you know, Dennis, looking ahead for both of these teams, Oregon now 18-0 in the year. Uh up next, they're on the road at Wanakee. Then they've got a home game against Watertown. Then at Monona Grove before then uh, coming back home against the Forest. Any chance we see? I know anything can happen, especially in these the Badger Large Conference. Uh, but any chance you see them dropping any of those four? I, I tell you, Coach Walmsley said, it's one game at a time. Whoever's next, that's who we're going to go out and play, and mm-hmm. we're going to try to win that game. He said, I don't want to talk about playoffs. I don't want to talk about who's down the road. I don't want to talk about a perfect season. We just want to play a great game. Tonight, they played a great game. They definitely did, especially in the second half. As for McFarland, they have a chance to bounce back on Saturday as they're still here at home at McFarland. They take on Lakeside Lutheran, and then they'll stay at home for a Tuesday bat- battle against Baraboo before going on the road to Stoughton. And then in on February 8th, they've got a home game against Mount Horeb. So some winnable games for uh, McFarland. But like we said, Dennis, they've been able to win a lot of these games, but now they're five losses on the year, all against top teams that they're going to be seeing in those sectionals. And especially if they want to get back up to Green Bay, they've got to figure out a way to beat some of these top teams. I'll tell you, you know why this is a big game tonight? Standing over to our right is Dennis Punzel, writes for the uh, State Journal, does Mr. Volleyball. And so my, that's old, who's my old boss, Mark Lundy you. from Oregon, uh, here. It's good to see some of the older generation, us, my buddies here at a high school <laughs> basketball game. We did the high school stuff for years together, so uh, there's no better place to be in a gym other than if you're in the field house to watch Kelly Sheffield's uh, volleyball team play. <laughs> that place, you've yeah. been there before. That place is rocking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't the same tonight, but it was a good high school environment, so. Thanks. Thanks for uh, joining me. It was a great game. It was an excellent game again. 62-59 the final score. Oregon staying unbeaten on the year. Now 18-0. McFarland falling to 13-5 on the season. As this has been Zimbra Conda's presentation of Prep Mania for nearly 50 years. Actually, now it's over 50 years. Zimbra Conda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbra Conda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that that matches your style. If you're in the market for a new Honda or a used Honda, visit Zimbrick Honda in Madison today or online at ZimbrickHonda.com. Thank you to Ryan Wollersheim, our video producer, Alex Gravatt, our audio producer, and of course, our engineer, Chuck Stanger, and executive producer, Chuck Stanger. I'm Hunter Vaughn, joined tonight by the Dean of Area High School Sports, Dennis Summerow. This has been Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on ESPN Madison.